welcome to episode number nine of the Meta Perch podcast. My name is Keely and I am your host today. I am so very excited that you exist with me today. The date is January 4th, 2022. It's been a few days since we have posted any podcast episodes. The reason being is we have been awfully busy existing and living. Usually for me, I have on December 31st or December 30th or so, I always get this intuitive feeling that in in which the direction of my year is going to go. Now, coincidentally, I am with someone whose birthday is on December 31st. (laughs) So like clockwork, I intuitively received my intention for this year. I'm not really one on like New Year's resolutions or anything along those lines, but this year I received my intention, just like the year before and the year before that and the year before that, most likely. And I received the words, be brave. And that was the only message I got for the year 2022. And whether you buy the idea of New Year's resolutions or setting intentions, If you come here from the perspective of mental health or bettering yourself, then this is a good way to share in a collective intention or goal. If that's what you, like if you're sitting here and you're like, oh, I don't really have anything, but it would be nice. You know, this sounds nice. This sounds like it could benefit me. Or if you're coming from a spiritual perspective where you're listening and you're like, wow, it'd be nice to be in on a collective intention, I invite you to to listen. And if this resonates with you, set your intention that this is your goal for this year. I'm not really big on goals for a year down the line or five years down the line. Now, I do think having a general idea of some things that would be cool is wonderful, but things that work better for me the ideas of disciplines. Now that is also my number one fault in life is that I will vehemently fight the idea of discipline. (laughs) I will vehemently kick and scream at the idea of discipline, but my most valuable assets that I can give to the world are things that I've been disciplined in. And this isn't about my intention, but my intention for this year in the way that essentially I receive intuitively or things that work for me are things that I can implement every single day. So with this, be brave. So what does that mean? For me last year, if we're talking on the, the seasons of the year, seasons of whatever, Last year, I had so many wonderful ideas. I actually had a good amount of projects. I started launching um, this podcast. I created and fucking after two years, finished my Oracle deck that I handed. I had so many things that made me so excited. I moved across the country. There there were just so many things that I, I started my partnership with Sebastian, there were so many things that were just absolutely massively wonderful. 
but I secretly, <laughs> secretly, I had moments where I wanted to speak louder. Moments that I wanted to set myself up to for things that were magical and wonderful. And I was just too scared to do so. Doesn't make I, it doesn't mean that I am not making bold choices because if you know, and if you're in my life at all, you know that probably <laughs> I, make, I make bolder choices than most. But my personal thing, my personal fear behind some of the things that I really wanted to do or say or be that I couldn't do, say, or be was a fear of rejection, fear of feeling. And me saying this right now isn't me not succeeding or not failing or not whatever, fill in the blank, who cares? Doesn't mean that I'm there. It means that I have an intention and a goal and I'm so happy that my intuition led me to be brave because I didn't mean, that, and that doesn't mean that I'm without being scared. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I'm on the other side. So often I, <clears throat> I deal with clients or people or myself because I am my first client. I deal with myself and I have a way about thinking that I'm supposed to be on the other side of healing or growth. And then I'm either one way, so either damaged goods, I don't think like this about myself, but I, I see it a lot. And I have thought about myself like this. <clears throat> it's not current, but but I relate. Either I think of myself as not good enough, or the ego based. <laughs> like I can't I can't be told what to do or I can't be given suggestions or whatever. So, like I said, I'm so happy for my intuition to have led me to this be brave intention for the year of 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 2, the year of 6. If y'all look up numerology, there's a lot of scaries around the number 6. Think about 666 and all that shit. It's a number of transformation. It's this line between heaven and earth. This line that we sit in constantly and try to balance as people that are trying to do better for our mental health, people that are trying to grow, spiritualists that are trying to live and access their intuition or source or whatever, while simultaneously trying to stay grounded and centered. It's this line that we teeter and it, that's why it looks so dark and scary <clears throat> because we often either sit in the realms of ethereal stuff and oftentimes ethereal delusional nonsense <laughs> and being so practical, so logical, quote unquote, so for the scientific method that we don't consider other hypotheses and that's why it's so scary. That's the idea of the gray, the gray energy. So many people live in the white 
and the pure and I don't want to see the bad stuff and in the dark and the jaded and the you did me wrong so I'm going to project that hurt and that pain to every possible being that will listen or look in my direction bravery does not mean that we are on the other side in fact it means that we're willing to understand that we have fears we're willing to understand that we are not perfect that's kind of like what we talked about in the last episode where you don't hold expectation we don't hold attachments to an idea or a thought We understand where we are and where we would love to be. We let go of the things and the fears that hold us back because if we stay in the energy of the last episode, right? Holding on to a thought, a feeling, whatever, and really like identifying that, that makes me me. That is me. I am a, well, feeling, feeling powerful is one thing, but I am, you know, from this family, from this area of life. This is the way that we believe. This is the way that I believe. This is the way I dress and walk and act and talk. And without the flexibility, we sit in the energy of fear 10 times out of 10. We let ourselves succumb to what fear manifests. The poltergeist that fear manifests inside of our hearts. Without bravery, we stay stagnant. Without bravery, we allow everyone else, everything else, whether it's societally, family-based, internally, we let those factors win. And it's not a battle, but oftentimes we do see ourselves in a battle with external forces. We lose our sense of conviction. We lose our sense of self. We lose our sense of objectivity. We can't be honest about what is real and what isn't. What are objective facts? We all have these energies of of hope. We have these energies of hope. And listen, my first name literally means hope. I was brought into this world with that energy. There's nothing wrong with that energy. That manifests a lot. It really does. But if we come into every situation as if someone is going to scoop us up and give us that million dollars from us just walking down the street, baby, you're sadly mistaken. Bravery allows us to every day, every day, we have 24 hours of opportunities to speak up. Every day, we have 24 hours to confront some of our own fears inside of ourselves to act the way that we want. When I say act the way that I want, I'm not talking about this cliche of like, this is my truth, therefore shut the fuck up, and I'm not going to be empathetic anymore. Empathy is absolutely 
part of that tightrope walk? How, 1,000%, 1 million percent. I think that can be kind of a grounding factor in bravery sometimes because we, we get so big for, like we get too big really for our britches. I feel like that's such an old, outdated term. But we get pretty, like we get bigger than we can possibly contain ourselves and then our ego starts getting in the way. So then oftentimes we get kind of reality checked with like, okay, you wanna you wanna have a TED talk, but like you're not willing to talk in front of people. Boy, you better not. <laughs> as much as I wish things were instantly manifestable, and that is someone from the perspective of I wish everyone had everything that they always wanted. If we don't get out of our fucking houses, if we don't get out of our fucking heads, how possibly are we to create the community or innovation for what that looks like? Bravery means starting small. Maybe you're someone that's really introverted. This is how I started in it's funny because I talk about the things that are hardest for you as the most opportunity and the most medicine that you could possibly experience. I talk about this a lot because a lot of people think I'm an extrovert. I am not a fucking extrovert. I am a homebody. People ask me if I want to go out or whatever, not really anymore with COVID, but like people ask me if I want to go out like hang out or do something and I'm like yeah sure in theory yeah <laughs> in my heart no I would much rather listen if I could live my entire fucking life if I could live my entire life me my partner my dogs seeing my friends once every you know few months or whatever facetiming once every so often and I could create art I could do things like this but away from people <laughs> Still working with people, but not really. But I spent 23.5 hours of the day creating art behind my safety of my four walls. Yeah, you bet your ass I would. But my medicine is in my voice. My medicine is in driving communities together. This podcast started um, after years of trying to make social media and a community via social media work. With what I do, you cannot have a an updated model for successful work unless you connect socially. I don't give a fuck about social media. Social media is ass to me for the most part. I mean, it connects people and there's certain, but like for me, if I didn't have to post on anything, I wouldn't. Like I, the reason I have Instagram is to make sure that I'm connecting for work um, and work, my work connections. And that makes it more enjoyable for me if you want me to be honest. TikTok is different because I post content that I really enjoy, um, like card reading stuff, meditation stuff, hypnotherapy stuff. That was my choice. But I'll tell you, like if you look at me and you're like, oh my God, you're doing fucking well in that department. Like you're kicking ass. Yeah, sure, I guess. 
But what you don't see is that in 2014 and 2015, I tried to create a YouTube channel. And I'll tell you, the very first video that I did, I sat there like looking at the camera with my jaw to the floor, not knowing how to articulate my words, not knowing how to speak in front of a camera, not knowing how to continue a train of thought. And, you know, listen, I have ADD or ADHD or whatever. Um, so you'll catch that from time to time, but that's just naturally who I am and I embrace that. That's why I don't do cuts in this podcast. I don't do any cuts. I think there was one time that there was a noise or something and I had to cut that out. But in terms of my train of thought, nah, if I stop, if I pause, that is my medicine. Next time, can I do something better to mend what caused that? And that is the reality of bravery. So back in the day, I years ago, it's 2022. I say the time frame of 2014, I would say let's let's be fair and let's just say 2015. I think it was probably earlier in the year. 2015 to early in the year 2022. That's seven years. Seven years. So I spent, in the beginning of those YouTube days, I spent probably an hour and a half or something at least formulating what I had to cut down into like 12 minutes of talking because I just rambled. I didn't know how to articulate my thoughts. I didn't know how to um, cut a thought short or summarize or, you know, um, kind of create a synopsis for a train of thought because, again, my, my process is speaking. Everyone has their own stuff. But if you look at me now and you say, oh, wow, you're, you're so good on that podcast. You're so, oh, whatever. Like I get a lot of fucking compliments. <laughs> like chill. My ego said, my Leo Moon said, <laughs> like everyone, <laughs> stupid ass. But I do. I have people that are like, oh, wow, you're such a natural. No, I'm fucking not. I worked really fucking hard at this. That was my bravery. If you talk to me in real life, unless I am on the subject of spirituality, self-help, growth, hypotheses, um, something that I really care about and that I really have some kind of expertise or knowingness or whatever, I don't know how to speak. I don't know. I don't know how to fucking talk. My dad always gives me shit for it. He's like, can't you give me like a, a single answer for anything? I'm like, I don't, do I have the fucking, I don't, what? And if that sounds silly, I'm telling you, if you talk to me in real life outside of a work setting or something that for me is theoretical or philosophical or spiritual or has some gray area, I don't have an opinion. I, I have a very hard time formulating that. So knowing that that is still who I am and knowing that I've been practicing my O's and my I's and my T's and in some way training myself for seven years through something that I had to, for years, trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, over and over and over and over and over and over, listening to my voice and and listening to all those very cringy moments within myself, that was a bravery to look at insecurities within myself. Every single day is an opportunity for bravery. And then I want to, 
you know, I went forward with a lot of failed attempts at whatever. But guess what? My voice, every single time that I articulated a video, posted something. Honestly, I was getting fucking tired of editing for over an hour for fucking shit. I was like, oh my God, I have to come to the realization, the reality, which is what bravery does for us. I had to come to the reality that maybe I'm not the best, like, fucking person for this job. Like, the reality of it was, is like, maybe other people have this naturally, but I really feel this in my heart. Like, I really feel like I heal while I speak. I really feel like I understand more the more that I talk it out. And guess what? People are not going to always be there to listen to your ideas. So you put your ideas out there. So they plant seeds into the brains of other humans. And I have a lot of um, hypothetical situations that I talk to Sebastian, my fiance, with and for. And we talk about, you know, what would be the ultimate world situation right we, we actually had a podcast <laughs> for four seconds we filmed um i think a couple of episodes but it became kind of a me thing and i think he has something that hopefully he'll set as like his own he has wonderful ideas but i think they're different than mine in a really really unique way that i can't compete with because he thinks of things in terms of technology he is the same kind of mind that i have for mental health and growth and spiritual awareness um and he's he he sees things as a kind of a parallel um but for technology and the possibility of of automation and things like that it doesn't all have to look like the same cut and dry box of bullshit (laughs) like whatever bravery feels like for you may feel like putting yourself out there in the dating world maybe it's rebranding your business Maybe it's reaching out to people to be on your podcast or reaching out to people about their mental health struggles or things that people that you admire that just seem a little out of reach. Getting someone as a mentor is brave. Could you show me the ropes is brave. Could you humble me a little bit is fucking brave. I would invite you to just now in this moment maybe if you're driving or whatever like please don't but just think about it but if you're sitting at home or doing some work i invite you for just a second to close your eyes and take an inventory of your life your home your body your mind your spirit your partner your lack of partner your job career hopes and dreams for the future finances and i would dare you to just take a quick scan of what you know could be better if you put yourself out there. What you know could be more abundant and happy if you put yourself out there. Maybe it's financially. Maybe you didn't have an example when you were young. And this is something that I have to fucking learn still. Maybe you didn't have an example of financial wealth when you were younger, real financial wealth, happy financial wealth that didn't sacrifice your entire identity or being or whatever. 
maybe you have to reach out of your comfort zone of who you know, what you know, and ask around and do research on other careers or do research on different things that you can do within your hobby or your career field or whatever to expand that. But it is so unwise of us to think that we know all the answers. It is so unwise. And that, again, is a reality of bravery, is looking at the truth of whatever situation you're in. Maybe that's a relationship. Like, legitimately, maybe it's a relationship that you're in. Y'all can't see eye to eye. Maybe it's okay to seek outside sources, therapy. If you can't afford therapy, I mean, the internet is free doing your research and seeing what other couples in your situation have been through and how they made it through. Bravery is you making that call that you've been wanting to make and just seeing and being okay with failure. And I am the first motherfucking one that is learning this with you. I have such a, and, and this happens, again, this is, this is for me. This happens so much in people that are perfectionists. This happens so much in people that have had to hold other family or friend or relationship structures together because you are the perfect one or you um, <laughs> emit the energy of perfect whatever. It's fucking dishonest. Well, we're all playing for some reason or another a game of charades. We're playing this like ego-based, like, oh, I'm living the best version of my whatever the fuck. Even if it's mental health, it's mental health that's dressed up with a bow and a nice little post. <laughs> but are we just seeking community at that point? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a talk for a different day. There's so much healing in what is unknown. There's so much healing in us just stepping out on the ledge and seeing when the smoke clears how far the ledge is down to jump. Maybe we think that ledge is 200 feet down and when the smoke clears it's like a nice little two and a half foot pop just jump down to the next level. It's fucking easy. But when we have that Maya, when we have that illusion that makes us catastrophize or hold on to the identity that we hold and whatever those illusions sit. I mean, we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot, no? If we follow this energy consistently of bravery and courage, then every single day we are training our brains and our spirits and our minds and the people around us that we are okay with the unknown. How are we ever supposed to find love, true love, supportive love, growing love, if we possibly didn't have the examples growing up or in our current environment? That's love. We don't know what the steps and the tools are for that. We have to seek outside sometimes. We have to do something that doesn't feel as comfortable. Maybe that's speaking our emotions. Maybe that's accepting someone as they are. Maybe that's growing with someone or communicating in the moment. That takes 
unraveling of the onion and then resetting into another fucking patch of soil, my dude. If we practice inviting in the unknown, listen, I'm going to tell you right now as a spiritual teacher, we're inviting more spirit into our space. We're inviting more newness into our space. And we're reprogramming our subconscious mind to be okay with something that isn't fear-based. Because in our minds, the sympathetic nervous system, that fight-or-flight brain that we have, defends everything that we've ever known and been a part of. It defends, it is that lion inside of us that defends those unhealthy habits. If we make it a daily discipline and a daily practice to just do one thing that gets us out of our comfort zone, that gets us out of our own shitty minds. <laughs> I see shitty minds like uh, with a great, it's like a term of, a term of endearment because that shitty version of our minds is, is, feels comfortable, you know? So all love to the shitty part of our minds. But as we sit in the sympathetic nervous system, as we sit in fear, fight, flight, right? We sit in this state of being frozen, essentially, by our own belief systems. We're we're unable to grow. And maybe we set these goals for like six months down the road or a year down the road or five years down the road. Like I'll start to do this or I'll start to do this. Or if we talk about the grand scheme of a day, you have so many different opportunities to invest in your thoughts, invest in your possible things for the future for you or your family or your body, or putting your ideas out there, your hobbies out there, stepping outside of your comfort zone and maybe buying a fucking a subscription for some kind of fucking gym or something like that this isn't about physical fitness but it is about stepping outside of your comfort zone and that comes up so often is physical health this is such a practice of intuition as well the reason why I take bold choices and last year was bold for me being bold which I absolutely resonate with 1000%. I made some bold choices. But I made bold choices spontaneously, randomly. Whereas the idea and the concept that I introduce for you in this moment, in this year, starting now, I don't care if it's December 30th, 2022, when you hear this, you have tomorrow to execute something that feels brave. The idea with bold is that it was spontaneous. The idea with brave, brave, today. Think outside of the box. What is something that you'd want to do that you're too chicken shit at this moment to do? Sometimes the time in between our revelations and the time that we execute them is the time that fucks us. So what I mean by that is you get this inspiration and it's so exciting and it's so fun and oh my God, I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to go do yoga in the park or I'm going to go um, and I'm just saying tiny steps. It doesn't mean you have to call 
the fucking leader, the forefathers from the beyond and ask them to access where the national treasure is and then you have to call Nicolas Cage or whatever. I like, I, I didn't ask for all that. You want to do yoga in the park? Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Okay, go. If you have the time, pick up that fucking yoga mat, change your clothes, go without second thinking. That's what I'm saying. Because I'm going to tell you what, you're going to get excited, you're going to get excited, you're going to get excited about the idea, about the idea, da 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 and then immediately you're going to be like, oh, fuck, I don't have time. Oh, fuck. I had to do that thing. Oh, fuck. So you're looking for the time before the oh, fuck. That's what you're looking for. So to cut that time of like, maybe you need to call, maybe you, you want to make a call to a therapist or something, right? You've never been to a therapist, which is actually funny because I'm just starting to hopefully get set up with a therapist myself. So I'm, I'm using some of my own examples. But maybe you really want to call a therapist and you're like, ah, oh, shit, like, I think it'd be beneficial to my mental health in general. You get that idea of calling the therapist, immediately research the therapist and call them. Do not, do not sit and wait. Do not sit and try to um, justify as to why you cannot do that thing if it betters you if you know it betters you if it makes you excited before that worry and that doubt and that fear that that part of your sympathetic nervous system that tells you well we've never been in this terrain before so we shouldn't do this before that moment kicks up because it usually takes a minute you have this moment of of inspiration and then this dip of anxiety and usually if you have anxiety or if you're worried or you're you are someone that likes to make analyses of situations and then just like risk assessment you're done you're at that point you're fucking done that's it so then wait for it the next time it comes around because most likely you're going to resent it or you're going to feel fearful whatever even if it's a fucking yoga class even if it's talking to friends even if it's joining a group even if it's you know going out of the house for art equipment being brave little moments being brave daily things i know someone that is like she's a a friend of my ex who's my best friend um my ex is my best friend that's confusing so she is his friend and she applied for the fucking bachelor and she got on this year the fuck that didn't take bravely bravely (laughs) bravery to get on that fucking to to apply and most likely her life is like changed forever because of that one one brave spontaneous moment she's on this season that didn't take bravery it was a small moment in her life it was probably like silly she probably did it over a glass of wine or whatever the fuck she did i don't know how she did it but most likely she she made a very brave and spontaneous choice that could forever shift her entire career and her life applying for a business license right big it's big it's brave asking your girlfriend to marry you brave it can change the entire trajectory but the thing is, is our brains like to stay in old so also pay attention to where you know, you grew up or whoever you grew up around. Maybe it's your parents, maybe it's grandparents, maybe it's family, whatever, or friends, whatever. You will often see your mind staying in the safe spaces of what those around you have taught you. 
your neighborhood, your city, your town, your state, your country, you often only feel comfortable within the confines of the societal norms of those regions. That's why you go to like Thailand and they eat, you know, they'll eat some bugs or whatever. And you're like, holy shit, that's a big no-no to me. That's a, that's a societal norm over there. And there's nothing wrong with it. You are bound by the fear inside of your own brain. And how magically intuitive this process is. If we want to talk and highlight about all the benefits of intuition and the benefits of connecting to your higher self and the benefits of all of those things, I will get there. I promise you. This is something that I teach and this is something that I find not just woo-woo valuable. I feel like it's valuable to your goals and valuable to your mental health. And if the placebo effect, if, if all of these mind over matter things in this this whole commercial business is successful and it is successful it is because we literally create our own shit our own minds i wouldn't be talking about this if that wasn't a case in the case because i will tell you i see the spiritual intuitive connection as one of the most valuable physical tangible tools that we could possibly have And I would not partake in it if I didn't find it extremely valuable to my personal life. So if we want to talk about intuition all day long, yes, awesome, wonderful. It's the fucking, it's the closest thing that we have to the connectivity that all trees and plants have within one another. This connected field that if you burn down a tree at one side of the forest, the other side of the forest physically um, and energetically responds. And there are measurable Um, scientific studies on that y'all can google them if you want this empathetic thing that we hold so we talk about an intuitive practice this feeling inside of you that pulls you and pushes you towards servicing other people that's what she said (laughs) serving other people helping other people doing things for other people making you happy making you feel more confident It is the same feeling that when spirit comes into your head and you're like, oh, I can't differentiate between spirit and non-spirit, my ego and spirit, whatever. Spirit is encouraging. Spirit doesn't shy away from growth and opportunities for growth, but it does it in a way that is exciting. So with us trusting spirit, us trusting ourselves in being bold and being brave, then we're literally telling our body to trust the good and be honest with what can be shifted and changed. It is us grounding in reality because we are honest with what needs to shift in us for those things to happen. So it's manifestation, but it's being honest about being in those spaces. It's not manifestation and then you just like don't connect to the energy you're looking for and you just walk away and you're like, how come it hasn't manifested? <laughs> it's because every opportunity you had to walk out that door, you stayed inside. Every time you had the opportunity or that feeling, that inkling to reach out to someone to mentor you or to someone to do that thing, collaboration you just sat back and you you let fear consume you. 
and this is a nod to me last year with all the times that fear consumed me this is a nod to my clients last year to the moments that fear consumed them fear teaches us fear teaches us and gives us kind of this rubber band like pull resistance some people change and shift because they're like i i, I want to tell you like uh, t- what is the word it's like told you so energy like some people operate from that space and that's perfectly okay some people operate from i want to be better and that's okay but we have to find that that what is it thing inside of us why are you motivated to be brave is it because you want to get out of your current situation maybe home-wise relationship-wise financially whatever is it because you want to better yourself and humanity is it, it just as a whole you have to find your it you have to find your reason why and then from that you're retraining your brain to operate more in the parasympathetic nervous system you're retraining your brain to rest relax to be someone in a meditative state at all times and if you study meditation or if you know anything about meditation meditation isn't the absence of problems Meditation is the understanding of problems. It is the witnessing of problems, but not letting those problems consume you. And when I say meditation, I say the act of meditation, but I also say the mindset and the philosophy of meditation. Yoga isn't just yoga. Yoga isn't just asana practice. There are several limbs. Asana is is posing, right? It's not just going from down dog to plank to... Um, chaturanga it's not going from a, a sequence it's not a sequence yoga is a mindset yoga is being present yoga is breathing yoga is being conscious the same goes with being brave and moving your mind from the sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system allowing your mind to finally rest and digest not being caught up in the idea of, oh, I got the least amount of sleep, and then I go into work, and then I'm complaining about work. It's like, okay, I understand that these are situations that overwhelm me. I'm going to sit in witness of some of these things, and I'm going to be honest with myself about what could shift and what could change. And now I'm going to, because I'm in a more chill, less anxiety based place, I am now going to understand what I do to participate in that possible quote-unquote negative result right and then I'm going to change and shift and with that inspiration I am going to move forward with a choice and I'm going to take action on that choice right now I'm going to go for a walk right now I'm going to start writing that book right now and I'm going to do 15 minutes of it and that's it I'm going to play with a dog right now. Sometimes if you're depressed, getting out of bed is bravery. We're not talking about applying for a fucking family feud on TV so you can get your, your one shot. I'm talking about little things too. That's why I say it's a daily practice. Taking the dog for a walk, bravery. Applying for your master's, bravery. It is all brave. And with that, you start to retrain your mind. 
retrain your mind to accept and be okay with the unknown. The unknown is the that gray area of all growth, the gray area of all intuition, that gray area of us detaching from the things that we have felt so strongly attached to, identifying and then setting down anchors in our identity. It is breaking our identity. So what does that mean? That means that we could possibly shift the structure of who we are. But how can you go on the TED Talk stage in the body that you are right now with all the fear that you have right now? You can't. That's why we have this conflict within each one of us sometimes. Because we know who we are supposed to be and who we are right now is absolutely perfect. But we always have this draw towards who we are supposed to be. But sometimes we have this fear inside of us that's just nagging. It's that angel and devil on the shoulders thing. So my encouragement to you is if you resonate with this, give yourself the gift of being brave. Maybe it's having a conversation. I don't know. Maybe it's buying yourself a new pair of sneakers so you feel better about going on. I don't know. I don't know. It's Being brave is every day its own adventure. So don't be hard on yourself if you miss a day or a week or a month. You know, today you have the opportunity to be brave, to choose something that's outside of the norms of what you felt like was possible. We are all on this fucking chaotic, fear-based journey. We are all doing it. You set yourself apart as a leader, as someone with strength in those spaces of adversity. Someone that is prioritizing growth and intuition. Someone that is prioritizing feeling strong. But it's not a big feat, it's a small feat. Every single day, you have an opportunity. And guess what? If you don't get it today, baby, that clock starts over at midnight. You got it. You got beef? Call the person. You're having a hard time? Detach from a person. Whatever the, the move is. I'm not saying act out of haste. I'm saying approach things from a level head. When you feel those excited, inspired moments, you take action. You have the potentiality for whatever. Good or bad, we are human. We have happiness and darkness inside of each one of us. We feel stagnant and like we are reliving the pains of the past, whether it's in our families, in our neighborhoods, in our states or countries. And we all feel this pull to connect and this pull to better ourselves. But that one little voice inside of the back of our heads insists on winning, but that's not the game. We are here to grow. We are here to connect. We are here to evolve as individuals and as 
collective and communities. So I encourage you here and now, starting today, whenever you hear this, to join in with my intention. Every day, I am brave. Every day, I take a step towards the unknown and I embrace it. That is part of my discipline. And with that, I'm going to pass the baton to you. What is something that you want to do today? You feel in your soul. I thank you so much for being here for this podcast. This is a really, really special one. If this is something that you feel like resonates with you, let me know. My Instagram is KeeleyMetaXO. You can always just shoot me a message or write a post or whatever. My TikTok, if you follow me, is KeeleyMeta. And my website is KeeleyMeta.com for any sessions, collaborations, whatever. And thank you so much for being here. And I will see you in the next one. Thank you.